Welcome to the Black Girl Journey. Two black women on this journey called life. Discovering how to manage our finances, intimate relationships, work-life balance, growing our faith, a little pop culture, being black, and anything else black women may journey through. Journey with us every other Monday on Apple and Spotify. Are you curious to know what we use to record our podcasts? We use Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record your podcast, check your analytics, add music, and it'll stream to many different platforms. If you're looking to record your podcast, head over to Anchor. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back, y'all. Episode 30. Ooh, heavy on the three zero. Three zero. Wow, our podcast is... No, we'll get there. We're going to get there, but heavy on the big three zero. Oh my goodness, 30 episodes in. And someone said we wouldn't make it. Okay, <laughs> we're not going to go there, but 30 episodes. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Episodes. Wow, 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 wow. <sighs> Thanks for journeying with us through 30 episodes. Oh, I feel so blessed. I feel so blessed. Agreed, agreed. Well, you know how we start this off, so we always start with our check-in. So Jezebel, how you doing? Oh, I had a really, really long but good week. Um, I got some good news. Some good work news, so I'm really excited about that. And yeah, other than that, I've just been good, you know, just trying to make it through. What about you, Jezebel? How was your week? <laughs> My week was good. Um, work has been, we have been rolling the dice. We've had had like a field trip every week, which is super great for our scholars. Um, towards the end of the week, I definitely got sick. I'm still a little sickly, but I think that's because, like, kids like to be, like, super close in your face. They sure do. And, like... You don't get no personal space <laughs> at all. And, like, I just want to love them back, so I love them in my space, but that's definitely, I feel like, the reason I'm sick. Um, But that's okay. Like, the good thing is, the kids are happy. <laughs> I'm feeling great. It's not, like, how I've been sick in the past, so... And that's been, like, a great, chill weekend. Honestly, this is, like, the first weekend I feel like we've had that's been, like, super chill. Yeah, I think part of that is because I'm not... I was sick, so, like, I literally couldn't do yeah, anything. Yeah, couldn't really do much. But we did get our toes done. We did. Oh, my goodness. I love the color that I got. And we went to Rose Couture Nail Bar. Oh, girl, I'm so ticklish on the bottom of my feet. I literally was clenching up so tight. I was like, oh, my God. That man was in my toe cuticles. I was like, oh, my gosh, there's no skin left on the toe. Maybe the way that woman was rubbing my feet, I'm pretty sure she gave me a bone bruise. Like, she was in my foot. It was worth the money, though. It really was. Great experience. But Rose Couture is a little expensive. But it's so worth it. I feel like I will. I pay more when I know I'm going to get a good experience. And, like, overall, I'm going to be pleased with the service. Yeah, for sure. I, I love Rose Couture. I go to the one in uh, Dallas to see Steven. But we go get our toes done in Prosper. Okay, because Prosper is real nice. <laughs> okay. <judging>. We're wealthy. <laughs> in spirit and in funds. Okay. We love that. All righty, y'all. So... We are finally here. We are finally at the end of the Relationship Goals series. So I'm going to give you a little recap of what we all talked about, what we touched base on. If you've been following, you know. But the first topic we touched base on in our Relationship Goals series was singleness. Then we talked about toxic relationships 
dating and marriage aren't you happy to be done low-key low-key i kind of am just because it kind of gets draining talking about relationships so much like especially when you like focus so heavily on how we can just make things better and sometimes you just want someone else to be like this is what you really need to do yeah it's definitely like a lot of emotions but we've learned so much so this is what this episode is going to be about just to recap it before we get into our next series and we're just going to go through what we learned and hopefully on instagram i'll post something you guys can share what you've learned through this series too because though it was long we've learned so much so the first topic we're going to touch on was our first segment to this series which was singleness and we'll just go over like two things we learned two things we learned <laughs> Each segment, so I guess I'll start singleness. One of the things I've learned during that segment. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, I just dropped my phone. My bad. My bad. <laughs> One of the things I just I learned from our singleness segment was that um, it's okay to be single, and like I can fully say, like after that segment, like I am okay with like being single right now and wholeheartedly being single, like getting to know myself. I think that's like the best practice when you're in this um, environment when you're single is just to get to know yourself. Like, I'm like having the best time. Yeah. You want to go back and forth? Okay, yeah. Okay. I thought you were just going to do your one, <laughs> my, two, my, my, one, one two. two. Yeah. Um, I think for me, one of the things that I learned is to always have your own hobby. Like, I love the things that I can do by myself. And when I don't have that enough alone time, now I'm just like I am off my like whole schedule my week like if I don't have enough me time to do the things that I like I'm just like not a good me yeah that's a good one that's a really good one um another thing that I learned during our single season um just especially with the episode with Katie was that it's okay to like still have a relationship with other people and that doesn't mean like going on dates with like other males or other females whatever your preference is but like Going on, like, friendship dates as well, like, just making sure you're getting out there to, so you can remember how to communicate, how to, like, be around people, because I feel like you can get so stuck in, like, your singleness, like, and feel so good that you forget how to do, like, the proper relationship stuff. I agree. I agree. I think that's one of the ones that I was going to say, too. Just, like, it's okay to transition out of your single season, too. Yeah. Like, you know, we all are in a space right now where we're very comfortable being by ourselves and we're happy where we are. But be open to those new experiences that come along when you become a fully healed person. Yeah, I agree. I definitely like and I think I'm I'm breaching that season. But at the same time, like we've learned a lot in church recently. And I think like my single season is still good to me right now. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a time. Most definitely. There'll be a time. But after we exited our single segment, we went into... Them toxicities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good one for us. <laughs> Before we start, I like to say that we shared our stories, and I feel like that was therapy for us. <laughs> don't you think? Low-key. I don't really, like, obviously with my friends I talk about it and, like, yeah. get into detail, but, like, with other people... I'm just like, oh, yeah, it is what it is. It's a very vulnerable a segment, I think. Alicia does not like to be that vulnerable with people she don't know. I think we were con- confronted with, like, a lot of things. Very much so. Well, what Ooh. were two things you learned? I honestly learned that I 
as a woman and all women, we need to be more self-aware of our toxic traits, <laughs> especially just hearing it from like Ladarius's perspective and the perspective of a man. There's so much that we as women do that is reactive, like it's reactive, but it's still toxic. Yeah, yeah. Like we need to be self-aware within our moments with our emotions and learn how to, I wouldn't say control them better, but articulate what's going on and slow down. Yeah. No, no, I definitely, like, agree. That was one of the things I was going to say. I definitely learned that I have toxic traits that I thought weren't toxic, but they are. And it could be something, something simple as, like, not responding, or, like, if he responds late, I'm not responding till like, two hours later. Like, what kind of game is this one? The other person really could just be busy. Mm-hmm. Like, I... There's no reason to play that game. Like, yeah, that's definitely one of the things I learned that I have toxic traits that I definitely need to work through because I don't want to bring that into the next relationship. What yes. was your second one? Oh, my second one was I'm trying to remember. I think that was my biggest one. I don't really think I had a second one. Let me think. Okay. Well, while you're thinking, yeah, I'll go I ahead and do, do mine. Yours. Um, I think my second thing that I learned from the toxic relationship segment is that, um, especially like we bring up Ladarius's episode a lot, but like it's okay to walk away from it because people can get really stuck in that cycle and they like that. Like some people, and this is no judgment, but some people really like um, to be in toxic relationships and don't know how to like move on to something good, but it's okay to walk out of it, whether that's in like a relationship that's close to dating or a relationship that involves marriage like you are okay to walk away from like bad habits if you've seen love is blind jackie we're talking to you oh gosh but that's another story for another day (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna cry um i think for me was just learning more of the red flags like i have to sit Mm -hmm. down and really sit down and look at my relationship red flags during our toxic situations and how some of the things that i do are on my list of red flags. Yeah, that is a good one. I have to remember, too, to look for the red flags. Because I think people, like, we do this, too. I don't say people. We ignore red flags. Hell. (laughs) We We ignore them big time just because I feel like we as human beings, and especially as Christians, we try to be so forgiving. And we try to look and be like, okay, like, I'm not perfect. And I'm still a piece of work. And God is still working on me. So I don't know what that person is going through. So I'm going to give them the grace that God gives me. Yeah, I definitely think there's a difference between grace and then pulling yourself through those troubles. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to give someone grace and be super understanding. But it's one thing to do that and then put yourself in their shoes with them and let them trouble you along the way. Agreed. Um, So that's something I've definitely learned, too. Mm -hmm. Toxic season. But we're going to take a quick break, y'all. And then we'll be back for some more recap. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you ever wanted to take a moment away from the noise in your life but feel like you haven't had the time? Or do you get anxious while you're at work or school? Well, we have the perfect drink for you. Moment. Moment is a meditation drink with no artificial flavors, caffeine, added sugars, or junk. You can find clarity with L-theanine and reset with ashwagandha. These natural adaptogens increase alpha brain waves just like meditation. Moment comes in many flavors like blueberry ginger and cherry hibiscus. You can also purchase it in steel or sparkling. If you want to give yourself a break, try Moment and enter the code THEBLACKGIRLJOURNEY in all caps at checkout for a discount. 
take a moment. Thanks for taking... I'm going to stop saying it. I'm not going to say it. Thanks for taking a moment with us. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. You have to at this point. I it's, do. Like, it's just like... It is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a shameless plug. It's a, it's a regular thing. It's a shameless plug. We don't have any moments with us right now, but if you guys want to go test it out, there's a link in our Instagram bio. And like I say every episode, guys, this is really a good drink that I think is a good dupe for soda. But I'm not going to bribe y'all anymore. Just try it for yourself with a discount code. Mm. But let's get back into it. So after our toxic um, segment, we talked about dating. So we'll go over two things we learned from dating. I'll start with my first one. Something I learned during our dating segment was that everyone, which like it seems so obvious, but everyone dates differently. And, like, for me, was I meet one guy, and, like, I try to talk to him only, and I keep going with that person. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But what I learned from our girls, and, like, again, y'all, this is totally fine. But people date multiple people at one time. And I think that's okay, too, if you're doing it in a healthy way. Like, but that was a big thing for me. I just thought, like, maybe people shouldn't do that. And I'm going to be honest. That's just me being honest. But I think if that works for you, that works for you. Agreed. Um, one of the things that I learned during my dating series and just talking about it was setting the tone for how you want to be dated. Like going back to what she said, you know, if you want to date multiple people, that's fine, but you have to teach people how to treat you. And so when you set that tone from the first interaction, they know from then on out. Yeah, I think that flows into my second one is just being intentional about how you date, especially if you want it to lead towards marriage. I think um, setting your boundaries and speaking on what you like and dislike early on, like just helps a lot. Like communication is key, especially during like the dating series segment of your life. Mm -hmm. And that leads into my next one. Um, Just like she said, communicating. But if you are not being serious with someone, let them know. Like communication is key from the beginning. So being very intentional with how you want to be dated, which goes back into, you know, dating yourself and knowing what you want and then communicating because, y'all, we a little bit too old to be playing these monkey shine games. <laughs> Don't I hate it. <laughs> Don't you hate a monkey game? Well, this is why I'm not monkey do. Like, it's I'm- just... I don't know. I think for me, like seeing all these people dating and like I see more people healthily dating, but I also see because I work with some younger folks, they're not so healthy. And it's just because they don't know who they are as individuals yet. Yeah, I think the dating pool just gets harder and harder and harder. And we went through like so many different um, episodes about dating, like um, online dating, which was really curious to me because I am not a fan of it. But I also learned that like, it could be very successful and that, again, like it just falls back into communication if you're bringing your honest self to the table as well. Very much so. I think with our generation and online dating, we have such a unique opportunity to where you can technically be dating multiple people at once and, you know, you get to see your likes and dislikes, but you need to be set in stone on what you want. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's something I liked also during our, like, dating segment was um our episode with dom and robin and them just talking about like their different dating stages and how they date and Mm -hmm. we brought up interracial dating as well 
which I think is a huge thing for black women trying to figure out if that's something we want to do. Um, and just learning that like every walk of life looks different. So I'm, I'm still don't know. I'm scared still. Y'all. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm scared still. <laughs> But I seen some Travis Kelsey's and I was like, "Ooh, hey!" Oh my goodness, I've seen some. I'm seeing some stuff. I don't know. I'm just open. I've learned to be open at this point to what God has for me. But like, like we said in that episode, like God knows your heart. He does, and I think <laughs> I think that fear just comes from the unknown and like yes. learning how to trust God more. Obviously, whatever happens, it's gonna happen, and if he. If he's white, I'm gonna love him. <laughs> I'm gonna love him the same. We're gonna love him the same. Yeah, I think that segment was, I feel like, I think one of our longest segments because I feel like dating is just such a, like a, a long experience. At least for me, it's been a long experience. But that's the kind of the phase we are in in life right now. Like we're trying to figure out our romantic relationships because we as individuals are wanting to transition into marriage. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, I don't know, I learned during that series, too, like, or that segment, and this is just my Christian mind speaking. I only got a Christian mind anyway. But I think, like, he finds you. Like, it's a big thing for me. Like, I definitely am out here um, doing my own thing. And, like, if I see a cute man, hey. But, like, he will find me. And I think that that makes it easier for me mm-hmm. when I know he's more interested I don't know. It could work both ways. I think he finds you, but you have to be open to... To being found. Found. There we go. Yeah, how you just gonna complete my sentence? You know what I be thinking, telepathy. In the mind. In the brain. In the brain. Okay. Uh, But I agree. Like, us as women, we have to... Like, obviously, we have our list, but we have to be open to things that are not on our list. Like, for me, height was a big thing, but now I'm just like... (laughs) As long as you're not, like, 4'11", I guess we cool. Yeah, it's so funny because we keep saying, like, toxic relationships is, like, a vulnerable moment. But I think also dating really opened our eyes, too, to our toxic traits again. Because it's, like, you cannot have everything. I wouldn't even say they're toxic. Like, it's unrealistic. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I, I saw this thing on TikTok. It was, like, it's, like, a realism test or something like that. Like, women's delusions. And honestly, there are some delusions that we have. Like, we want someone who's six foot, making six figures, got a freaking mansion on the beach, seven houses, six cars, all these things. And yes, we can acquire them for ourselves. But realistically, how many people are really out there with this type of stuff? In my toxic brain, I'm like, is that too much to ask for? It's never too much to ask for. But look at our dating pool and look at, us where we are in life like yes we require those things we want those things but god gives you enough agreed in my i was about to say in my like realistic brain i was telling uh you this one day i was like you cannot and like granted you can but like hypothetically speaking you cannot be driving a honda and want a g-wagon man like you know what i'm saying like there has to be some equal playing field not to say that the honda 
man or woman can't find the G-Wagon man or woman and they can't fall in love. But it's just like you can't expect some things from a man or a woman that you can't provide for yourself, in my opinion. Because we all start somewhere. And like, I think for a lot of women, we see people so up. Like, you're up. Like, I want this. Like, this man is 27 years old. He got a mansion. You're 27 year old. You still live with your mama. What's going on? The economy is bad, ma'am. No, I was about to say, like, and I wouldn't even blame a man, like, if he was, like, living his best life and he wanted someone who understood his experience versus, like, someone, like, I'll just use our example. We're living in our apartment. We find a man who lives in a mansion, but he's, like, I I can't be with you right now because you don't understand my experience. You don't understand the value. Yes. And I think that's what we have to look at, too. Like, we see these materialistic things, but we don't see the value and what this person has had to go through to get those things. Right. Like, there's beauty in the struggle, but, you know, we just, we just, we gotta think for real. I'll be for real. (laughs) Be for real. Be for real. Gosh, I need to be for real with myself. I'm trying to be more for real with myself. I'm trying. You know? Well. So day by day. Okay. And our last one was marriage and Jezebel, you'll start. But, like, this was my favorite segment. Literally, I was just about to say the same thing. I think for me, um, I really resonated. First off, I love both cousin episodes. (laughs) I love both episodes. But Ray and Miles' episode really, like, touched my heart. And I loved (laughs) that. The way that they were so intentional, like they didn't force anything. They said, if it's going to be, we're going to do this. But one thing that I learned is that if that man is for you, he will lay it out and make it plain. Yes. uh, Yes. I like, again, these are my biological cousins. And uh, again, I, I guess I don't have like a favorite episode between the two, but I do relate to Miles and Ray. And I think that's because maybe we're closer in age. But um, I guess I'll start with their episode. Something that I learned that I love is that, like you said, make it simple and plain. But also, um, ladies, like, know your worth and stand your ground. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, the man who is for you will not fumble. Like, what I loved about Ray was, like, she told Miles, like, X, Y, Z, either you do it or you don't. Okay, period. And she gave him some time to think about it, and he stepped up to the plate. But if he falters... Again, that's okay. He's just not the man for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. And then one thing that I loved about Shanti and Sterling's episode was how they are such strong individuals, but they're still one. Like, yeah. that unity. Like, they, their individuality reflects so much on their relationship and how strong it is. I love that. And I think for me as a person, like, knowing that you can still have your own identity and still be within a marriage is so important to me. Yeah, something I learned from that episode, it's funny that two analytical thinkers can be together. <laughs> and I never really thought about that until like they got married. Um, something I love about them is that they are, like you said, two individual people. And they they make life fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that they can make life fun. And sometimes they can be two totally opposite people but come together and love together as one. But that's because they know their person. Like something I learned from that episode is that you can see when your partner is having a moment, let them have that moment type vibe. Don't 
come off as angry or like, why are you acting like this? Why are you being like this? Just let them have their moment mm-hmm. and they'll come back to you when they're ready. And I appreciated that. Like Shanti was saying, like, how she'll snap at Snarling. Sometimes it should be like, oh, wait, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I don't know why I just did that. I find that so important. I agree. And I think like they, we said, like, it kind of goes back to allowing your partner to be an individual. Like, people get so consumed in their relationship to where they, like, my partner has to be a perfect reflection of me. Like, I'm, I'm a person, too. Like, I was a whole person before you came along. Okay. So, like, let me be you. Obviously, like, our actions and everything need to be aligned, but still let me be me. Yeah, something else that I really enjoyed was something that Miles said, um... And it was basically saying, like, take the distractions away. Like, we get on social media and we start comparing our partners to, like, these Instagram models and these Instagram men who are really just out here, like, getting their check and that's fine. But, like, you start comparing all these people who you've never met to your partner and that plays a huge part in your relationship. So what he did was, like, delete all his social media and like maybe that doesn't work for you maybe you can have it but like that's a good point because I think we take a lot from social media and then try to put it into the real world when it's it's not realistic all the time it's not and we only see what people allow us to see exactly and so if you keep that in mind and I've always been like that with social media like I don't know this person for real like I'm only seeing what they show me social media is what I choose it to be Right. So if you're following people who make you feel a little envious or something like that, unfollow them. Okay. Don't do that to yourself. Be for real. Be smart. Yeah. I I really think I look at marriage in a different way now. And like, also, it took a minute to get there, right? So like mm-hmm. something I learned from their stories is like, it, it doesn't happen instantly and it happens on your own timeline. Mm-hmm. Which goes again, not to look at other people's point of view. And everyone's marriage doesn't look the same. And everyone's Mm -mm. path doesn't look the same. Like, some people have been together for years and they just decided, you know what, today's going to be the day. We're going to go get married. Some (laughs) people might have been together for six months and they were like, I can't do life without you anymore. So, like, run your race. Don't worry about no one else. Just run your race. I think that's why I liked the people we picked, though, okay, it's biased because they're, like, my family, but (laughs) genuinely, like, those are two different couples. They really really are. Like, really different couples. And, like, Shanti and Sterl, like, you could just tell, like, he's a thinker. Sterl's a thinker. He's an observer. And Shanti is a little social with it. Like, so opposites do attract. But what I've also learned is that there's a core to everything, and that core is God, at least for them. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge thing in marriage. And what we've been learning in church too is like it's you your partner and god okay okay because you you come together in front of god and you're making a commitment to you telling god like hey you gave me this person and through right or wrong left right blue red we gonna make it work and we're gonna lean on you because sometimes you know there's different traumas that people go through and this is what we were talking about in church too like we have to understand our partner's backgrounds and what they've been through and who they are to figure out how to help them. Yeah, that's a that's a good segue to what I was going to say is like you have to adjust. That's another thing that I think we both learned through this whole series and especially in marriage. Like you have to adjust to your partner's needs. It can't be all just about you. Mm-hmm. It has to be about your person. And that means giving up things sometimes, even if you don't want to sometimes like let your partner have what they want. And you sacrifice, it's like sacrificial love. 
It is. And I think one thing that, because we watch, like, Love is Blind, all these other dating shows, what I've seen is, like, you have to allow your person to have a moment. Like, you cannot always be in the front. And I think that's a hard thing for our generation to do. Yeah, the people, I think our generation, like, in a, in a, I don't want to say enough in a way, but, like, in a gentle way, like, you need to practice these things with, like, your friends. Like, if your friends are having a moment, like, let them have that moment instead of being like, oh, she has an attitude. Oh, she, like, your friends just need to have those moments, too. And they're, they're good people to practice with before you enter a intimate relationship with your partner. Very much so. I think if you if you are not the type of person who can celebrate your friends, you're not ready for Ugh, marriage. Gosh. If, if you are not the type of person who you know your friend is just something something off. Like I'm a I'm gonna message my friend on the Lolo and be like, hey what's up? Like you are not ready for a relationship. If you cannot just see people outside of yourself, you are not ready for a relationship. Okay, that's jealousy. Like, <laughs> jealous people do not make for good partners. And that's another thing, like, during our marriage segment, like, there is, from what we've learned or what we've seen, like, I don't think there's any jealousy. And I think in times, like, you're going to have them women who go step up, you're going to have the men who step up to your partner, but you have to be securing yourself. Oh, not the arm thrust. <laughs> but you have to be securing yourself. Be securing yourself, but also your partner should make you feel secure as well. Like, that's the one thing I love about, like, your cousins and everyone that we've met. Like, ain't nobody gonna step to them and they be like, oh, what's up? They not gonna be friendly. They gonna look at them like, girl, you better get out my face. Oh, gee, yes. Miles be having his glasses on. Literally. like, shoo, shoo. (laughs) Okay, Miles will... Miles is stone cold. Oh my god. Stone cold. But so is Sterling. Like Sterling oh, is yeah. a little nicer sometimes. Like he's just like, oh hey, like, you know, it's never overly overtly friendly. Yeah, yeah. I Very wish, respectful. I definitely wish we got to interview my last cousin set. But that's also something like I've learned from like Tyler and Sid, because first of all, she ain't gonna let nobody step to her man. Sid <laughs> Sid. She's <laughs> from North Carolina. Okay, she ain't gonna let nobody step to her man. But what I love about them is that they can be miles apart, but they're so like, this is my person. You can't, no one can break us up, right? Okay, ain't nobody gonna step. Again, it comes to that three strand, I think, like between you, God, and your partner. Like, if you're secure and you trust God to lead the way in this commitment, mm-hmm. ain't nothing gonna shake. Ain't nothing gonna fumble. Okay. Just, <clears throat> I think, yes, just focus on God. Your partner will come. God will bring him to you. And when you come, or her, when you guys come into that union, make sure that you keep God first. Yeah. And I like we talked about in church, like, we need someone who loves God more than you love me. Because when you love God, God will show you how to love me properly. Okay. And God will show you how to get through those tough times. Agreed. And for those who are not religious and who listen to our podcast, we welcome you fully, okay? Come to church with us. Okay. And like... We be having a good time. Thanks for just listening because I know that's probably a hard thing for you too, but I, I really think this is what makes everything. So if I could learn how anything through this whole freaking series is to keep God first and let mm-hmm. him lead you to your partner. Amen. Agreed. You have anything last final words about this series? Ooh, I would say for this overall series, if you've learned anything, like Mo said, keep God first, but then also figure out your triggers. Figure out your unhealed places 
and work on those. Figure out, you know, if it's a financial trigger, if it's a social trigger, if it's a childhood trauma. Figure out what those are and confront them. Yeah, I agree. Do not expect your partner to be your healer. Oof. Because there's only one healer. The who? Mm-hmm. That is so true. And I think we as women, especially now, like I've seen both sides, but as women, we try to fix people. Mm-hmm. And we cannot fix anyone, especially in our generation where everyone else, like everyone around us, including ourselves, is broken. Yeah. And like on the flip, like that's what Sterling was talking about. Like when they had moved to Atlanta and Shanti had like no friends and she was becoming, like, his best friend, girlfriend, like, let's go get our toes done type vibe. And he was like, no, like, I can't be that. Like, I can, I can be your husband, but I need you to figure out, like, your friends and how you can heal this part so I can be a better husband for you. Do not expect your partner to be your healer. They're your comforter. Your healer is the man above. Yeah, don't expect it to be everything. Yes. Because no one can be everything to you but God. Like, okay. Don't, I can't be your cook. <laughs> The house cleaner, your best friend. We can't go hoop at the Y together. We just can't do, like, give give each other space. Let them figure it out. I don't want to do all that. I mean, like, Every my knees is bad. I can't be playing basketball like I used to. If you want to be like, baby, put to the Y one time. Okay, I will one sit time. and watch. I will sit and, ooh, that's that's my man hey no i'm not about to lace up with you i'm not doing that yes this was such a good series and we thank you all for listening oh gosh Um, and journeying through with us and like i'll post something on instagram please let us know what you learned because we want to share it with other people as well we want to just jot it down because we take your gems down too we really do i think you guys like what we're requiring this is gonna be a requirement this is what i'm requiring for you guys i want more interaction with you i want to talk to you more so i am requiring from you guys to come and talk to us yes and thank you to like all of our friends and family though who have shared their stories in dms or have shared their stories on this podcast because some of them have are very vulnerable actually (laughs) we've learned so much about you all too and so we're just super thankful because like this series could not have been done with just the two of us I tell you, it would have been done in like three episodes. Like, that's it. And we're here. Next one, please. Okay, so we're super thankful for all of you, but we're going to take another quick break. Break. Another quick break. Say it. Another Another quick quick break. break. (laughs) And we'll be right back, y'all. Oh, my Lord. One of the actions we will always take is seeking the Lord and getting closer to Him. And at the end of each episode, we provide you all with a Bible verse, hoping to encourage you. That's why we are excited to collaborate with Seek Jesus. Seek Jesus is an apparel brand that seeks to spread the gospel of Christ throughout the world. And with every purchase, a portion of the sale is donated towards several different mission fields. If you want to purchase good quality Christian apparel, head over to Seek Jesus and use the code The Black Girl Journey at checkout. I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me will find me. Proverbs 8 and 17. Seek Jesus! Welcome back from my break. I thought you were going to say it. Oh, you want me to sing? Sing it.
Y'all, if y'all don't know, I grew up in the Kojic Church, so okay. I'm very, very, very old. Let them know, because we just got back from our Seek Jesus break. Want me to start off? Yeah. Walk with me. Walk with me. <laughs> we can't be pulling like this. We can't play with If you didn't play church growing up, were you really my friend? I didn't play church. You didn't play church growing up. I just would have my fan, and when I was in church, I felt like I was some old ladies. But mm-hmm. we used to with play my popsicle ch- fan. We used to play <laughs> church, baby. I used to go get my grandma wig. She I get, whoop you. I get one of them little hats she had on them big old church hats, and we used to act like we were shouting. I love a good tea hat. Them nah, them things was big. We used to have tea parties. My mama at my got church. a good. She got a good green church suit. It's I like a lime that. green. I was like, oof. Lord. I love that. Oh, thanks for taking another break with us, y'all. All right, we do not have a creator shout out this week because guess what? We're our own creator shout outs. Okay. It is our one year anniversary. Okay, on top of the big three O. We are officially one years old. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to us. Oh my gosh, y'all. I'm really proud of us. Honestly, this has been like a journey. Literally, Literally. No fun. But oh my goodness, yes. Like a whole year. And it doesn't feel like it, but... The work and everything that we've put into this is just immaculate. No, for real. Literally, guys, this started because, like, our friends would, like, text us and ask us questions, and we'd be giving advice, and then we'd be sitting on our couch late at night in the dark just talking for hours. That's how our After Darks, if you see on our Instagram, started, too, which we haven't done in so long. We got to bring those back. Yes. We but, do. like, we were like, why can't we just put this on, like, a podcast? Like, share with others our greatest... <laughs> Our great advice, quote-unquote. I would just say, like, we have something to say. Okay. And God gave us a platform to say it on. Yes, I'm literally so thankful. We literally would start on the floor trying to figure out how to use these mics. <laughs> Y'all, shout out to everybody, because them mics, we gonna figure it out. We gonna figure it out. We gonna figure it out. We've been figuring a lot out. Like, our Instagram's reached a lot of accounts though it doesn't look like it like we've been doing so well we have we're in like what 33 countries now like we have three sponsorships like it's just been a great thing shout out to us it's been real real dope so get on the train before you get left that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) you better get on the train before you get left because the next year is going to be bigger and better, y'all. Ooh, we got some things coming for y'all. I know I say that every episode, but, like, for real, for real. We've been working hard behind the scenes. Oh, goodness, y'all. And honestly, like, I could have, I say this all the time, I could not have started this journey with anyone else. Oh, my God. I really couldn't have. Like, I love my friends, but me and certain friends together, we ain't got no common sense. We ain't got the <laughs> sense God gave a cat. We be acting a fool. But, like, <laughs> us, it's sensible. We have our moments. But, honestly, like, if it was me and somebody else, it probably would not be good advice. I literally just think it's just so crazy how we started because, like, I would have never thought. <laughs> me neither, child. That me and you would, like, start a podcast, more or less be this close. At all. At all. And I just... 
I'm just like, Lord, you really, you knew what you, you, knew what you was doing. It's all right. It's all right. I had to trust you for a real long time. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, it's been so crazy. So shout out to us. We are our own creator. Shout out. Boo, yeah. Boo, y'all. <laughs> I cannot wait to be that for Halloween one time. We oh my gosh, we, we have so many ideas for Halloween. Ooh. But since we're, we're we are our own creator, shout out to you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at the Black Girl Journey Podcast. We are available on Apple, Spotify, and all listening platforms. What else am I missing that I usually talk about? We got an email address too if you want to email us. <laughs> yeah. Send us your stuff. It's the Black Girl Journey Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, shoot us an email. I know some folks <laughs> be like, hey, story. we not on that Facebook, but no. I mean, I guess we can be. We are on TikTok. We are on TikTok. Yes, follow we, us on TikTok. Yes, we got to film a little bit more, but we are on TikTok and we appreciate the presence over there because some of you guys have definitely moved from Instagram to our TikTok. So, yes, we shout appreciate out to us. y'all. Hit them with the ratings and reviews. All right, you guys. So we have a new review rating. Sorry. We have 10 new stars on Spotify. So shout out to the folks on Spotify. We love you guys. Thank you all for listening. Yes, we're still, what, five-star chicks? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Y'all, don't forget to like, rate, and review, subscribe. Do something, please, chat. <laughs> Be sitting. We love y'all, though. We do. But since we're exiting this series... If you guys have listened to our new playlist, you know what our next series is. And before I say it, I feel like this is going to be a good series, but also a very hard series. Yes. Um, so if you've listened to our playlist, which you can also find on our Instagram and in our bio, click the link. Um, we are going to be talking about faith and religion. We love Jesus. <laughs> As y'all know. <laughs> Honestly, I really like this is for me how I know this podcast is blessed because mm-hmm. every almost every single segment we've done, it's the same topics we talk about at church. Yeah, it's so crazy. When we started this podcast, um, we made rules for ourselves. And I looked back at this a couple days ago. We made rules for each other. And the top rule was to put God first in all that we do. And truly, because like without him, we could do none of this. Mm-hmm. I breathe because of God. So... Um, I think it's time because we were battling and we won't share what series we thought we were going to do because we're eventually I didn't want to do that one anyways. I uh, still didn't want to do that. I, I still don't want to do both that. Both of one. those series are like really hard topics, um, but I think they're definitely needed. Um, so I'm excited to talk about this, um, but I also feel like it could bring up a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like, especially for me, I know I've been praying and like talking to God as we like prepare to go into this season where we talk about faith and religion and i know that it's going to bring up some stuff it's going to be difficult i think this series i might struggle with some guests yeah i i thought about that too it's gonna i think we'll have guests but i think something that like jezebel and i know is that like we just have to be open to where people are in their current life and it doesn't have to look like ours they could be a further along in their faith than we or mm-hmm. further behind us and we just need to accept people at where they are and just have an open conversation even if they're like a non-believer like i think it's good to hear why yeah most definitely i think as long as this is what my mom always tells me know your truth and know what the truth is yeah for sure and stand firm so like I don't ever, I think another reason why I'm a little shaky about this one sometimes is just because, like, cancel culture is so real. 
You right, but if you go kiss me, I'd rather you kiss, kiss me, me for my Jesus. lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like I hate that we have to tiptoe. Like I don't want to tiptoe around anything, and then people be like, "Oh, you're this." Like no, like yeah. I think the hardest thing, which I always explain to people, is that we're also still growing Christians. Like they're like, "How are you guys Christian, but you do X, Y, and Z?" How don't judge guys- me, first off. You okay. Don't judge me. How are you guys Christian, but you guys have been to a strip club? How are you guys Christian, but you support the LGBT community? And we'll get into all that, but all I'm going to say is that God told us to love. And so as a Christian, you should just be loving others and let him do the relationship stuff with whoever he's trying to do with his child. Like, we should never be the judges. Your relationship with God is your relationship. My relationship is my relationship. My job is to love you. Mm-hmm. And bring you to church. Just teach about Jesus. That's all he said. He said, love him and right. teach him about me. And that's all I be trying to do. And this isn't, I feel like this isn't going to come off as like, I hate you saying this word, but like preachy, more like just some sound advice. <laughs> sound <laughs> understanding. People be like, Alicia, you real preachy, baby. I'm a PK. I don't know about you, but I'm a PK. Okay, okay I'm just giving done. you what the Lord says just, straight out the book. I can't help it sometimes. It's in my blood. Okay, but that's going to be our next series, and we're super excited. And Very. We just hope y'all just, like, stick along the journey because as we talk about in every segment and series, we're just growing through everything. So We really are. We've been through work-life balance, relationship goals, and now we're entering our third series, Faith and Religion. Amen. Alrighty, you guys. So, also, if you have any good Christian bangers, go ahead and send them our way. Yeah, we added some good ones to the playlist. We was jamming in the car, but you know, we need some more. We need some more. So, if you got, I'm really into that Christian rap now. Me too. I love drill music. No, I I don't know about the drill music yet. (laughs) (laughs) I like Hovey, Hovey and Forrest Frank. Sing it. Why do you always put me on the spot? I gotta think of it. Okay, I do like the one that goes. You came to set us free. Uh, uh, it's all over uh, TikTok. Uh, uh, I am no longer bound. Oh, Shout out to that artist. I don't. I, I have it in my that's phone. That's my jam. But... I love his new song called Alter. If you follow me on Instagram, I did post it a couple weeks ago. It's nice. my jam. It's my jizzy jam. Gets me Forest Frank. Yeah, that gets me through my morning drive because I'd be... <laughs> okay. But yes, alrighty, you guys. As you know, like we said, we're going to end it with God. And our Bible verse is from Romans 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes from the Jew to the Romans and Greeks. Amen. Well, we thank y'all for journeying through us with relationship goals. And now we're going to enter faith and religion. And we're super excited. You guys have a great week. Oh my goodness. Happy Monday. (laughs) Happy Monday, you guys. Be blessed. Ta-ta.